Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. The Soul of Business with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to The Solar Business on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Montero for the Workday Afternoon. Today I'm joined on the phone by Jen Teo, Executive Director, Singapore Environment Council. We find out more about sustainability as it pertains to business. Jen, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much, Clarissa. And uh, thank you for having me on the show. It's absolutely our pleasure. Now, there's been a lot of conversation about sustainability in recent times. So perhaps we could start with you defining sustainable development for us. Okay, great. That, that's a great question, uh, Clarissa. I'm glad you asked that question because uh, I think pretty much in the past uh, couple of years, uh, people have been using this word sustainability so loosely. But what does that really mean, right? And what does that really mean to uh, each one of us uh, individually and uh, to the business, to the organization? So if I put that very simply, um, there are really two definitions that I want to put out there before we continue this conversation. Uh, Number one, what's really sustainability? To put it very simply, it just means that we need to ensure that we have the ability to continue to do what we want to do over a long period of time. So when you bring that topic further on to sustainable development, it really then means that we need to continue to grow and meet the needs of the present without compromising the ability of the future generation uh, to meet their needs. So that's what it really is all about. Now, sustainability, I just want to put it out there that it's really not something that is new. And uh, Singapore has done very well in terms of developing its sustainability strategy, which is why we are enjoying the economic growth, the comfort we're facing today. It's really age-old, but we now need to bring this into the forefront of all businesses so that we can continue to grow without depleting our natural resources and the expense of the next generation. Okay, and and I love how you put it. You know, we don't want to sacrifice our future from what we do in our present. I know I'm paraphrasing, of course, but (laughs) I loved how you said that because that's absolutely true. And I think... Um, in in the last few years, all of us as citizens, all of us as residents are thinking along those lines because maybe we're looking at our children and thinking, what are we leaving them if we don't act responsibly now? Right. So if you look at just putting that down very simply to the resources, uh, natural capital that we tend to take for granted, mm-hmm. I think in Singapore, um, like I said, Singapore has done very well in terms of our water security problems. Singapore is known to be a a water-stressed nation amongst all the countries in the world because we are heavily dependent on rainfall due to the lack of natural water resources and limited land that's available for water storage facilities. Now, this might sound a little bit of an advocate, but truly, because Singapore has done so well in terms of providing for that sustainable water supply, uh, which has um, given us a continuous flow of comfort of water supply uh, through the four taps, um, it is something that uh, we have enjoyed the comforts. However, I would say that this cannot happen overnight. And you know what? Since the Industrial Revolution, where we've been enjoying the economic development, affluence, the burning of fossil fuels has expelled um, so much carbon into the atmosphere. And this has in turn triggered unnatural warming, which we are all experiencing in urban heat. 
And unnaturally, the Earth's uh, temperature rise um, has created uh, threats to our environment. So we are now seeing the disastrous uh, effects of uh, climate change, if I may put it that way. So this is really where we are at now and what are we doing individually as well as uh, with the businesses to make that change. Right. I, so this is sorry. No, go so ahead. So this please. is really the trigger point for us, uh, where we really need to start looking at our personal habits and what businesses are doing, um, so that we can start making that change and make sure that whatever we are doing now, we start re-looking at how we protect um, what we have and we have taken for granted our water resources, our energy, so that uh, we continue to protect what we have and and. Um, leaving leaving a better earth for the future generation. Right. Okay. Now I wanted to to say, you know, all of us being individuals, we we all sometimes feel, you know, what can I do? How can I move the needle as individuals? But every one of us as individuals work in a corporation, in a business, and some of us are decision makers. So perhaps you could tell us the importance of sustainability within businesses and their practices. So if I may apply a very practical view to businesses, with uh, last week's announcement on the carbon tax, we know how carbon tax uh, is going to impact both the businesses as well as the individual. One way or another, um, the tax and the increased cost of uh, living as well as uh, businesses will start trickling down to the impact of survival. So that's something I want to put out there. Now, once we recognize this as a risk, which we what we are advocating, businesses will then need to take steps to decarbonize or and look at their infrastructure, the human capital or re-engineer process processes so that they can start taking action um, either to decarbonize or to transform their businesses so that they will continue to remain competitive and continue to survive, even in the face of increasing costs. Right. But there has been a lot of study on this, and and what has come out is businesses that have gone sustainable, that are working to net zero, uh, actually eventually see greater profitability. Right. You're absolutely right, Um, because it it is proven, because... Um, sustainability is about how you use your resources and optimize in a manner that will help, help you to save costs. Just looking at the, uh, the topic on carbon tax, right? The tax will continue to, to impact the cost of doing businesses and the survival. So if you start taking action now, either to decarbonize, it will consequently reduce your costs, or if you take uh, actions now to build internal capability to mitigate uh, actions on legislation, that will impact businesses, you will have a better chance of survival because once you start shifting to new business models or adopt, um, in this case, renewable energies, this is where you will start seeing the cost coming down for your business. So it's really a a question of uh, how businesses are going to take those steps to help them to discover the positive benefits of sustainability and how they can now start taking action to mitigate the cost of uh, legislation or tax so that uh, they can transform their business and see the benefits of not just uh, a short-term but longer-term survival. Okay, I'm, I'm curious. What do you at Singapore Environmental Environment Council see as challenges that we here in Singapore faces in our transition towards a sustainable economy? So I think the one thing is, is that becoming sustainable doesn't happen overnight. Uh, we need to get there. So now there is a lot to do. Now, just the topic on decarbonization. 
um, what does it take to decarbonize? We need to train employees to recognize where the decarbonization points are. How do you reduce emissions? And does it take uh, re-engineering of processes? Does it mean that we need to uh, evolve in terms of our infrastructure, organization structure to get there? So those are some of the challenges that the businesses are still trying to discover. So this is where SEC can come in uh, to make that difference. As a mission-based organization engaging with the three P sectors, we do uh, two things. We advocate and outreach through training um, and help companies embed and implement green practices uh, through our standards and certifications. Um, I think key to where we need to get businesses started on this journey is to onboard them on our training program. We recently launched the uh, training program, putting sustainability into business practice together with uh, Enterprise Singapore. And the takeaway for the businesses is that they will be able uh, to expect uh, a good understanding of uh, concepts of sustainability, learn what type of ESG risks impact the business, how legislation impacts them and the steps they can take to start incorporating strategies to operationalize. I think key to this is starting with the training and then taking steps to discover what they can do to start embedding all these green practices into their business to discover the benefits. Okay, now let's talk about us as Singaporeans. Um, How are we responding to waste recycling as individuals? And then how are we responding to waste recycling as businesses? I think as an individual, there's a lot more awareness of uh, the impact of uh, waste generated, particularly as you would see, right, with COVID. It, it, is, it is very visible and it's evidence with uh, the amount of waste uh, generated because Singapore's waste management system is really convenient. Um, but uh, this said, I think there's a lot more awareness among Singaporeans how the way our habits, our behaviours are creating climate change. So increasingly with uh, legislation, charge for plastic bags, you can see that uh, the community people are trying to recycle, reduce and take steps uh, uh, personally to improve their habits so that uh, they take less uh, out of the system and recycle and uh, reduce the amount of uh, waste generated. But however, I like to say that there's a long way to go for Singaporeans because um, I think because of, like I said, the convenience of how the waste disposal system and the infrastructure is set up for Singaporeans, uh, there is still a lot of education at the segregation points for for Singaporeans uh, to be able to separate the waste and recycle so that uh, we waste less, uh, we throw away less and uh, incinerate less. Right. Now let's talk about packaging and particularly packaging waste. How can businesses go about, you know, reducing their packaging and their packaging waste in practical and realistic ways? I think um, probably you're aware that uh, the businesses, Singapore businesses that have a turnover of over 10 million will be impacted by the mandatory uh, packaging reporting legislation. So with that, um, one of the key things are besides reporting the amount of waste generated, one key action that uh, businesses have to take is uh, to reduce and to also put in practice uh, in the workplace uh, to recycle. So that in turn will help uh, businesses uh, to reduce the amount of uh, waste uh, generated at their premises. Okay. Um, I'm wondering, does the Singapore Environment Council help 
you know, particularly the SMEs, they're going to be perhaps a little bit harder hit by the carbon taxes, etc., because they're smaller businesses and they might not be um, so ready to develop sustainability strategies. Are you there to help them? Can they come to you for assistance? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so one of the key things that SEC does uh, is to work with uh, businesses, of course, uh, to decarbonize. But uh, I think key to it is uh, what we do in terms of uh, partnering with businesses to implement um, green practices in the workplace mm-hmm. um, so that they will be able to um, introduce our policies, management systems and processes that will touch all employees to take action. I think the, the key thing to, to what we do in terms of embedding these uh, practices is also through the uh, certification programs um, that will ultimately get the businesses to set uh, clear targets on performance, environmental performance, and we work alongside with them um, to develop action plans, set these targets, track, monitor, measure, and report data so that they can see, truly see the improvements uh, taken by the employees. And these improvements will in turn be translated into operational benefits, which is your dollars and cents. So this goes back to your original question, uh, Clarissa, on how uh, truly businesses can see sustainability as an operational, positive operational uh, impact through the cost savings that they take. Because it's really, to put it very simply, a conscious use of your natural capital, your water, your weight, your energy, and also how you treat uh, waste in the workplace and in and domestically. Right. There is so much to think about, and, I, and I'm glad that we're having this conversation. I suspect we'll have a conversation like this and, and beyond soon enough because the voices are going to get louder. The need for change and, and a move towards sustainable practices, if, if a business hasn't started, is going to get more um, urgent. Yeah. We've been speaking with Jen Teo, Executive Director of Singapore Environment Council. Jen, thank you so much for the information and the insight. Thank you. It's been a pleasure having you. I'm Clarissa Montero for the Workday Afternoon. You're with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.